0: Don't look back, the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the WBR Investing Podcast. Hope you had both a great day today and a great week this week. A lot going on, right? A lot of bad things happening globally. Big wall of worry has been built here. I'm going to explain to you today why uh, why that doesn't matter uh, and why that buy the dip remains the play. Uh, this is high confidence, folks. It's a high confidence call. We told you that this week when we said back up the truck. Uh, you know you it 's October number one october surprises i mean until the, about the third week of the uh, month uh based on history, October surprises continue to uh, pop up obviously what's happening with Israel and Hamas is playing a role here uh, i don't think that's going to be a, a a widespread event in other words, I think it's going to remain localized uh in that region, and um, I think what we 're seeing here is backing and filling. Uh, the lows are in place october surprises backing and filling continues to happen these little mini shakeout events and uh you know we don't believe in buying on fridays uh here uh, but if we get if we get a lower open on monday uh, i think you'd be all over it i don't think we will i think that the if you've heard about this evacuation order and i'm sure by now you have the propaganda is heavy isn't it you know uh I, I, yeah i'm a little jaded Let's see, after Iraq has WMDs and after the pandemic, uh, yeah, I kind of don't trust the news. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I kind of don't trust anything they tell me, and I really don't trust them when they're all singing the same song. That is the tell that we're being lied to, when they're all singing the exact same song 24-7, and they're doing it with passion, Okay. Uh, don't walk, but run. Uh, that's my view. So I think that this evacuation order, imagine, imagine, uh, you know, uh, living in Gaza and, uh, some, like a million people there that are children or young, young people. Imagine just, you know, n- you don't know the truth versus what's a lie, you know, and, you know, your, your, your product, your environment, what have you. But imagine being told you got 24 hours to evacuate. To, to where? First of all, these people have very little means. I'm not defending Hamas. Please don't confuse the two here, okay? But these people are not wealthy people. Uh, they're pretty much hand-to-mouth. They're just getting by. And, uh, but, you know, when you're young, you don't know. Uh, I was poor growing up. I didn't know it because I was young. Uh, so they're just trying to live their life. You know, kids trying to have fun. Young people trying to enjoy themselves. And now you're told you have 24 hours to evacuate. What is that? Who does that? Uh, So I don't think there's going to be, I don't think Israel's going to turn Gaza into a parking lot. I know I've seen a lot of people call for that. And I'll just say shame on you. Just you uh, want to wipe out a, a couple million people? What is wrong with you? seriously have we learned nothing right have we learned nothing uh, from, from what from very recent history it just blows the mind doesn't it um, so you know bottom line is I think that um, we saw some interesting things happen today with respect to war trades okay uh, we'll talk about this more in a minute precious metal sword energy sword uh, we happen to have good positions there uh, we'll take those gains thank you very much I do think those will continue but for different reasons not for war trades but for other reasons, like the highs are in for the bond market, the highs are in for the dollar, the Fed is done. These are all signals to buy precious metals, miners, and energy. Yeah, again, dollar lower, energy higher. Um, and, of course, the, the energy story from a supply-demand, just a fundamental point of view, is so incredibly bullish. Uh, of course, the Exxon uh, buyout of Pioneer Natural this week uh, just helps cement that. um but anyway, the point is, I, I don't think we open lower on Monday. I think we, I think, I think, um, I think, uh, this weekend won't be devastating. I don't think Israel's going to turn Gaza into a parking lot. Uh, I certainly hope and pray that they don't, because if they do, man, the karma's going to come back at them will be vicious, right? Uh, we've seen that karma in this country, have we not? Uh, from the, uh, from the invasion of Iraq. Uh, on completely bullshit purposes, okay? Again, Iraq did not have weapons of mass destruction. Iraq played no role whatsoever in 9-11. Again, this is what the media now would like you to believe, or at least it certainly tried to then. It was a lie then, it's certainly a lie now. Uh, and I think we've seen the karma from that, have we not? Have we not? $7 trillion spent in the Middle East. The, lo- the unbelievable loss of American lives from, uh, for soldiers. Uh, from from those wars. And then look at the things that have happened since then. I mean, it's like there's been a black cloud over this country. It's been the worst 20 years in American history. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of karma that Israel will have coming back their way if they take out a million people uh, or more, including children. So, you know, we just got to hope that uh, the calmer heads prevail and they find a way to get the bad guys without taking out a bunch of kids and, and women and innocent men um so i i think I think that this today was a buying opportunity I don't like buying on Fridays uh Ted Parsons kind of drilled that in me uh but I think regardless um what we saw last Friday week ago. by the way happy happy birthday happy birthday to our new market one year old today uh should start with that probably uh but um yeah one year ago we had our, our capitulation bottom uh on October 13th to last last year and so we have got some interesting data for you on that about what happens in year two of a bull market first a week ago today some really significant events took place we wrote this up at the time talked about it at the time on, on our podcast the we had outside reversal day by the way we had an outside reversal today in bank stocks how about that uh if you've been joining us you know we told you I, I i expected banks to whether they hit their numbers or not and they just crushed the jp morgan city Uh, Especially JP Morgan and Wells Fargo, but even Citi, they all beat their estimates. And, you know, the shares did very, even a bad market today did very well. And I think, again, outside day today in the BKX and the bank index, uh, bank stocks actually, uh, regional banks and major banks bottomed in May. I think that's interesting too. So uh, I think banks have given us an idea of what's about to happen with earnings for third quarter, which I think are going to crush Analyst estimates. We've got some more data from that on FactSet today. Analyst estimates are really, they're actually raising estimates fairly significantly for the first and second quarter of 2024. Uh, so uh, uh, fourth quarter this year and for the first two quarters of next year. So, uh, you know, Wall Street starting to see that, OK, you know what? We were too bearish, too negative. We said there'd be a recession. We were wrong. And now we got to start raising numbers because nobody pre-announced. Do you notice that? We got we didn't get pre-announcements from anybody uh, of significance saying they were going to miss this quarter. And that's always a tell, right? So uh, there's going to be a good quarter. So we got these big outside reversal days a week ago. Uh, by big, I mean outside reversal day in the S P and p 500, outside reversal day in Dow Jones. Outside reversal day in the two thousand. Outside reversal day in semiconductors. That of course really matters. Although they got hit today, uh, we don't like to see that. I think it's I think it's a it's a one off. Uh, we don't want to see the semi start to lead lower. They're down two point six percent today. Lead lower, but again I think it's a one off because they've been leading for three weeks now. So they're just taking a little break. Um, and we also had outside reversal day in utilities on Friday. So all these major indexes and sectors gave us outside technical. These are high probability, incredibly bullish technical signals that don't happen all that often. And we got them all last Friday. Very, very similar to the capitulation lows of last October. So again, happy birthday to our new bull market. Let's see what happens in a second year of a new bull market. Remember, we're just in year one. Uh, bull market's gone much longer than a year. This one should go on many years. Many, many years, Okay. This is a structural bull market of size and scope. Uh, again, earnings are already proving this, are they not? And I think, again, this quarter is going to be extraordinarily good. Uh, but data tells us going back to the nineteen, what is this, back to 1950-something, if I read my own print here, uh, that the second year of a bull market is up 100% of the time. There's never been a second year of market where the market's been lower. That's interesting, is it not? The average move higher is 13 and percent. And again, I think, I think this, this one's going to be a, a far better uh, than the average, because again, next year's an election year. I think the markets start discounting that we're going to have a Republican in office, especially with RFK Jr. running as an independent. Take you back to 1992 and Bill Clinton uh, with the election. We talked about this a couple days ago. H. Ross Perot got 19% of the vote as an independent, robbed the election from the CIA director, George H. W. Bush, Uh, actually also president. (laughs) He he didn't get a second term. He was CIA CIA director before that, not a good person. Uh, Did not get a second term, karma maybe, but he didn't get a second term because of H. Ross Perot. And because of that, we got Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton put up the best eight years we've ever had in this country from the stock market point of view, average, the 500 Hunter went at 26% a year on average during Clinton's eight years. No one's ever done it. Not sure anybody will ever do it. However, if Ron DeSantis is president next year, I, I, I just, I hope it's not Trump for a lot of reasons. Um, I don't, I don't, I I don't want to lift through for more years of that. So I'll leave it there. But r- whether it's DeSantis or Trump, the markets will start to discount that, and I think that could happen starting pretty soon. Because again, with RK running, Jr. running is independent. That is huge. He's going to get a large percentage of the Democrat vote. They're going to have to find a way to rig this thing unbelievably uh, to uh, to find a way for Biden to win. You know, I, I I I'm sure they have the power to do it if they want to, uh, because they are the CIA after all, uh, and that's who did this. They sponsored the state rigging, but. Uh, we'll hope for better, right? And I think again, in that environment, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, you know, we know what the markets can do with the Republican president. Uh, certainly, in the first year or two, we saw that with Trump. So I think that would uh, very, very bullish for the markets. And as part of our our bullish thesis, uh, while we're so aggressively long. Uh, of course, we'll get our five, uh, big, Bride mega trends we talk about here a lot. I won't get into that today. But, uh, so happy birthday to the new market. Looking forward to year number two. Uh, October is the best month to buy in history. That goes way, 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 way back. It's also a crash month. So again, there's a lot of nervousness because of that. I understand that. Uh, let's see what the markets did first. We'll get into some of the, some of the other things we saw today, um, including energy and precious metals. Uh, uh, first of all, Dow Jones today uh, was off, uh, excuse me, was up 39 points. That was our lone winner on the day, get on the backs of uh, bank stocks, uh, putting in big numbers. s and was down a half percent. Rust 2000 and eight-tenths one percent. Our leader to the downside was NASDAQ, down 1.2 percent. Um, that is purely a war trade right there uh, because the uh, uh, rates fell today. Uh, the 10-year today, 4.63 percent. Uh, on the day, this is typically the kind of day where tech stocks do very well. Again, remember they have been leading so semis as well. So you see, you know, it's a it's a fluid. It's like you know, it's like the ocean. You know, it, the waves come in and out, uh, and they can be fairly predictable. I think that's what today was. Uh, if I again, if I didn't have a policy, generally speaking, against buying on Fridays, I would have bought today. I would have bought today. But then you see what's happening in precious metals. And energy, and, and I mean, I'm looking at gold right now, up $60 an ounce, right? Uh, I mean, that makes me very happy. <laughs> I'm sure it makes a lot of you very happy. But it's not the reason it went up, you know, is that uh, we may have a religious war breaking out, which is, of course, something nobody wants to see. Um, yeah, because that's that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different uh, uh, a can of corn right there. Um one more thing I want to share with you before we get into the, uh, the internals and a few other things is that, um, uh, I, I think there are so many groups, uh, and Ed Yardini talks about this rolling recessions. Okay. We've seen that in our sector analysis work where some sectors just simply outperform, some underperform, but they roll. And so I think that's what's going on with bank stocks now. Uh Energy stocks have, have have seen that happen to them. Remember, energy stocks got really cold after being super hot, and they got extremely bought in the very invested system, then they got hit. And then these rolling sector moves, I think continue to be the theme here. But as long as we're led higher by the semis and tech, folks, this market will continue to go higher. And again, that is our call. And it's a high confidence call as well. Uh, let's go under the hood today. Uh, not bad today, really, with the damage done today. Uh, you know, a lot of scare, a lot of the, the VIX today, the fear index was up 16% today. It's only a 19, but still, it, you know, it's an attention getting move. Uh, so, uh, that, that a lot of fear is out there. But with all of that and with the, the sharp move lower in NASDAQ and the semis, I actually expected the internals to be worse than they were than the today. Not bad, really. Didn't even have a two to one negative day anywhere. So, uh, NYSE, uh, one point, uh, w- one point seven to one negative. NASDAQ, uh, one point also one point seven to one negative. Uh, volume was only negative on NYSE by about five hundred million dollars worth of trading. That's not very much. Uh, and then uh, NASDAQ well, it was it was uh, was not two to one negative. About one point six to one negative on volume. And then we did have uh, only fifty seven stocks hit a new fifty two week high. To what is this? Uh, five hundred and thirty seven hit a new fifty two week low. So that actually could have been a lot worse. Uh, Not great readings, but again, could have been a lot worse. Uh, People are very afraid of Fridays when there's a global potential war breaking out. So, uh, again, this is that fear component. Uh, It's that propaganda component that you're seeing happen here. And Wall Street is always uh, subjected to this. They're certainly never immune to propaganda, you would think, Wall Street be a little smarter, but but not on days like this. Not 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 going to a weekend when when Israel has said you got 24 hours. By the way, that ends at five o'clock uh, today. You got 24 hours to evacuate a million people plus. Um, so you know again a lot of fear out there. In our uh, sector watch today, of our 11 S p 500 sectors, we had uh, what is this? Six finished lower. Five finished higher. Led to the downside by technology down one and a half percent, consumer discretionary down one point four. To the upside, energy up two and a quarter percent, utilities up better than one percent, consumer staples up eight tenths of one percent. Commodity watches where it gets interesting again. Uh, these are these are fear of trades, these are war trades to some degree, but I think they're also interest rate and in dollar trades because we believe I believe rates at peaked and the dollar has as well. Again, I encourage you to look at a two-year, don't look at a one-year chart of the dollar. Look at a two-year chart. Gives you a much better picture of the downtrend that the dollar has been in for some time now, even though over the last year, of course, it's had a nice bull market. I think the downtrend is going to resume. Gold today, right now up $60 an ounce. That's a big 3.2% move. You don't see these a whole lot in gold and silver. Silver tends to have larger outsized moves. Gold, not so much. 1943 an ounce for gold right now. Uh silver up an even bigger 4% today, up 88 cents an ounce at 2285. Copper was down two cents a pound today at 357 a pound. Crude oil again up uh, four seventy-five a barrel. That's a big five point seven five percent to eighty-seven sixty-seven. And um NAT gas did not participate in that move, by the way. It was down thirteen cents uh, an MCF today to three twenty an MCF. And finally, uh, Bitcoin, uh, up thirty six at twenty six thousand seven hundred and seventy eight. So, um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not going to go off on uh, on another topic that I was thinking about talking about today. I I just wish everybody uh, in that region of the world just all the best, and really for the entire world because this is taking on a feel of of a religious war, and um, you know that we it's it's been a while <laughs> uh it's been a while and we we don't want to see that come back let's hope cooler heads prevailed there is a, a big part of this it does feel like it's planned uh does it not and uh, that's what of course has your concern is believe me we're not blind to it we're watching it and should things change we will make that change but i'm telling you that the fundamentals of the economy are rock solid they just are we cover this here often again the propaganda would tell you otherwise But the truth is, the fundamentals of the economy, I think that's being proven now, is it not? Again, Atlanta Fed, Q3 estimate, 4.9% growth per GDP. And and again, earnings, we're already starting to see a a glimpse of that with bank earnings today. And I think that will continue. Uh, Again, high confidence call that the economy is in good shape. And this, this bull market will have a good second year. Again, happy birthday to our new bull market. All right, folks. Hope you had a great day, an even better weekend. We'll see you again here Monday after the close.